Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Girl Talking Mass. We're excited that you're here with us. I have Ruby with me today. Hi ladies, how are you? You guys, we have somebody so exciting and fun to talk to today and I'm super excited because I've already worked with her once and her name is Lisa Rocha and from Islements. So welcome Lisa. Hi everybody, so excited to be here with you all. Oh my gosh, me too, and I was like, I was just telling you guys, um, telling Ruby, um, you know, it was exciting when you made my bracelet and we got to chat just a little bit there. I was already so intrigued and so interested in your whole story and um, inspired on how you started your brand. I was like, oh my gosh, you got to come on the podcast. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was excited to, to, I'm very excited to be here and share my story. Yes, and you are both in LA, so you guys definitely yeah. have to connect soon. And I know you do your vision board parties and all your other stuff that you have going on that we're going to talk about. So if you guys are in the Cali, LA area, you definitely want to keep on listening because this is exactly where Lisa's at. And, yes, um, please. Yeah, and she always has some fun events and things happening um, for, yeah. for everybody to um, join in. So we're super happy you're joining us. And we just kind of want you to tell us, so tell us more about you know, why you started your brand and kind of like the passion behind it. So basically my, my brand started because Islements was actually a hobby. Like jewelry has been my lifelong hobby since I was seven. Mm. And yeah, so I would make my friends friendship bracelets. And then in high school, I would, you know, just dabble more into, you know, self-taught, every project you could think of. And once I got into college, I actually took a metal smithing course um, because I just saw jewelry and I signed up. And the interesting part of that was it led me to meet uh, this woman in my course. And she was like, oh my God, she's like, I had a dream about you that you became my assistant. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's weird because we don't talk and I don't know you, but okay. Yeah, but you talked about me last night. Yes, and so two years later, she actually did say what she was going to do, which is create her own jewelry business out of her home, and I did become her assistant. Uh-uh. Yes, so How she really crazy. spoke it in. Yeah, she really spoke it into existence. Yes. And oh I saw that you could run um, a business out of your home, and she had a, a thriving jewelry business. I mean, oh selling you know to like Nordstroms and everywhere. And oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yes, nice. yes. So she would make the jewelry um, at her home and then sell it to these big stores. Like yes. That? Oh wow! Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Yes. So um, no one really tells you how to start a business. And at the time, this was like in 97. Mm -hmm. uh, So the late 90s, I was also an intern at Suffolk Graphics here in East L.A. I got a multi-getty, multi-getty internship. And so basically I was submerged into the Chicano Latino community here in L.A. So I was seeing how you could do events, you know, everybody, you know, popping up and doing an exhibit or, you know, what have you. And. I thought, oh, wow, I could probably set up my stuff. And when I saw on both spectrums being in community but also having a business, no one tells you what to do. And I just kind of, um, she was very inspirational to me. And I was like, wow, I can just do my, I can start my own brand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Elements was born, and I took on her business ideology of not using your own name and actually creating a different name so that you could protect yourself as a business um, if you ever wanted to incorporate. And also, you would be able, nothing else 
would exist in that way. So you are creating really something unique. So that's interesting. And so one of the tips that you give, like if somebody wants to start a business, is not news, not using your actually like your born, your like your birth given your name. Your born name. Your born name. Right. Okay. So you're saying because you created Elements, that's like a whole different entity in itself. Yeah. So it doesn't actually. So for connect. example, yeah. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Right. So, for example, you know, her company name, it wasn't her real name. So everybody, I think for about 10 years into my business was, oh, my God, Lisa Rocha made that. It wasn't I Laments made that. It wasn't until I got um, featured in InStyle magazine that I was like, oh, my God, all Chicanas have made it. We are, (laughs) you know what I mean? We are an InStyle people. It is, you know, De Los Muertos right in between Dior and I don't know what other big band, but that is so cool. I just thought of this. This was like 2011. So it was right before, right before all the big, you know, push of De Los Muertos being in now everywhere. But before it wasn't mainstream, it wasn't general market. Now it is. Yeah. Yeah, so at that time, I just felt like everybody made it, even though it was just my brand in, in you know, in the magazine. And then after okay. that, it was like, oh, Islements, Islements. But it took about 10 years to create that brand presentation and brand recognition, actually. And it was because wow. of my ex-boss that I realized um, I wanted to create something that was different and unique. And okay. um, and so Elements is based off of my middle name, which is Isla. It's Hopi, and it means one who takes on challenges. Oh, and the it. word, yes, and the word mens, which is the elements. I whether it be urban surroundings, whether it be actual the air, water, you know, um, you know, our elements of, of the world. So yeah. it was influenced by both. Okay, that's that's awesome. And I know that um, you use a lot of different like crystals and things like that, yes, right? Yes, um, in your in your pieces. So mm-hmm. we'd love to hear more about the healing crystals and how having them in a piece of jewelry can help like our aura and things like that. Well, I'll use a perfect example. I've had mm-hmm. several different um, things that I've created over the past twenty years for different friends, and intuitively been drawn to certain stones not knowing why or what or how they were gonna actually play a part right um one of the first times that i noticed it that i had that um intuitive gift i guess i mean we all do right but within my within my within my jewelry business was i went to go do chakra work on myself and when i did i i had decided to go look for gems for different things i was working on different projects and i came upon this stone I picked this stone. I didn't know what it was. I made a bracelet for the friend of mine who was actually going to do the chakra work. And when I did, it wasn't until I left our actual, um, how should I say, like session, that I looked up what the stones meant. And it was um, fire agate. And they actually are a stone that shields you from psychic attacks, any type of psychic, you know, negative energy. And he, because he works on so many people and doing their chakras, Uh it was perfect for him. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Okay. (laughs) And then it would happen again and again for other, you know, clients that, you know, needed something and I didn't know what. And I would say, oh, you know, why don't you try this out? And it turned out, oh, that stone is for empaths. And that stone actually, you know, grounds you or it it, it absorbs all the negative energy that you picked up from the day. Mm-hmm. So that kind of just kept going on. And I realized there was something to or to be said about energy and that 
when you get really into understanding how the world works and why even stones were created, it w- they're really to take away the residue of life. It's really like they're able to pull the properties um, and experiences around us because we're energetic beings and every everything has energy. So once they got more to understand that type of work, everything just kind of changed for me and so, like and crystals and stones. Okay. So when you make the jewelry pieces, do you do it out of your intuition? Like, do you suggest it to people or do they ask you like, okay, can you put this stone on this or can you do this stone? Like when you do like the personal uh, jewelry, I think the, a custom. I think the custom work comes together as a collaboration because okay. I can... I, I, I'll go off of what I hear from you because I don't necessarily like, for example, when we did your bracelet, I needed to know more about you and more about what's going on with you in order to meet your needs. You know, sometimes I just do ask the question, you know, I had, uh, you know, a really, you know, close girlfriend of mine, um, that's actually a, you know, a big singer and I was working on stuff for her and. I just, I, I hear the question in my head and I'm like, oh, what happened to you at this age? And she's like, and she'll stop. She just stopped and stared at me like, oh my God, that's when X, Y, and Z happened. Oh, but wow. it wasn't, she told me, I just oh. heard to ask the question in order oh, to wow. help. Yeah. So it's, it's a very, I've, I've come to, after 20 years of doing jewelry, I knew my purpose was to mm-hmm. obviously make something that was, um, beautiful right or something that was meaningful something that had story meaning but I also I right but I also stepped into my power of a person that I know all my other genius talents and that's being intuitive that's being clairvoyant you know a writer a storyteller you know native um just all these things that not just making jewelry but pulling all those gifts to really help people I love that yeah, that's beautiful. That. That's so funny that you mentioned the bracelet that you made me because I wanted to talk about that because I remember I had told you, um, and I had told you because I learned a lot about um, the the stones that I wanted around me when I did my numerology reading with Jasmine, right. esoteric. Right, esoteric. Well, she's out, a, Jasmine. I love Jasmine. Oh, she's we amazing. all love Jasmine. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's Jasmine. amazing. Yeah, so I learned more about that, and that's why when I saw your jewelry, I was like, ooh, because I was like, I told you, I have stones in my house. But there's a bigger meaning having them on you. And right. um, and I remember Jasmine telling me that. like She was like, wear it. Wear it. Put it somewhere. Wear it, carry it with you. Put it in your purse. And I was like, hmm. And so when I saw your line of stuff, I was like, ooh, I can maybe talk to her and tell her <laughs> yeah. the, the stones that I like. Okay. I was now, and I remember when we talked on the phone, I think I told you the, okay, blue lace agate. And I told you the rose quartz. And then you suggested the howl, what's it called? The Howlite? Howlite. Yeah, you suggested the Howlite to me, and that ended up fitting in perfect with, like, all the meaning of that bracelet that I now absolutely love and have, and, right. you, you know, that you made for me. Um, like, that was so weird how that how that came together, like, because I think you kind of saw some things that you could suggest to me just in our short conversation. So when you do a custom piece, do you want to, like, talk to the person um, to kind of get more, um, like, intuition from them on maybe suggesting some other stones for them? Or how does that, like, how does it go when somebody wants to order a custom piece for you? Like, what would it kind of go through? 
Well, like I said, it, it definitely goes back to getting to know them and asking specific questions gotcha. of what's going on with them. Like you already, like as a person, you already know what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. I don't. So it, it, it takes time to have that, you know, immediate conversation of, and things will just kind of like spark or they'll just kind of like stand out to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just go with the flow with it and I kind of just, you know, let things, let things kind of be where they're going to be. You know, a lot of times, a main thing that a lot of people do, they're worried about the how. And it's really not your job to worry about the how things are going to happen. Your job is just to believe and trust and let go. And I've been in a space recently, and I mean headspace mindset, of really living my life in that way. And that's how, like, the vision boards have been really playing a ginormous part in my life. Um, in terms of really, this is how the world, it, it, it does work. Like when you really let go, you will see your life change. Like you, it just, it just will. And, but you won't know until you try. You know what I'm saying? So when anybody comes to me, Mm -hmm. I right away, um, intuitively know, I just kind of got to, you know, ask and just wait to hear what I hear. And it ends That's up being awesome. what they need. Yeah, it's it's been really an amazing experience. I've all, I've been so open to receiving um, and just being open to my gifts and being more vocal about them. Actually working on your piece helped me to have a blue lace agate piece for myself. And, uh-huh. and, and I think everybody should because it opens mm-hmm. up your, your, um, it opens up your throat chakra. So yes. a lot of times people hold back from what they want to say, what they want to do, you know, how they want to okay. be. And communication is key to getting what you want. Yeah, it's like the communication zone. And I remember when I told Jasmine that I already had that one in my collection. She was like, that makes so much sense because yes, your podcast, you your, yeah, like your, your voice, you use your voice to, she was like, you use your voice to inspire others and share all these stories. Exactly. And she's like, that makes so much sense. And you need to, you know, you need to like bring that stone out more and, and help you. Yes. She was like, especially like when you start to, like I told her, like sometimes I want to give up and be like, forget it. I'm not doing any of this anymore. And then um, she's right. like, no, but what does the howl light mean? Because I remember when you brought that to my attention, I was like, ooh, I want that one too. <laughs> um, you know, I know it's known as the the buffalo stone. Mm-hmm. So it does take on more of a Native American meaning, a Native American kind of energy. Um, and at this moment, I'm drawing a blank, of course. I know. But I, I wrote, do know. I, know, yeah, I, I don't know. know why I'm drawing a blank, but I am. Um, but I guess it's, let's be encouraged for everyone to look up what high how like means yeah yeah what i mean what it means what it stands for um i always tend to not there's certain ones that i know more of about Mm -hmm. and if i don't i'm big on history i'm big on culture i'm big on research so it it causes me to be like i don't know let me let me find out what is that um so I just, um, with that said, I cannot remember, honestly, I just, but I do know, so I, I knew it was like a truth, I knew it was like a truth stone. I yes. knew it was something, so, something, something to step into, into your truth. But to be honest, I can't remember exactly. So I just, we have homework. Because you definitely want to look up what all these stones mean, especially if you guys want to contact Lisa, because you guys can already hear how warming and inviting. And like I said, I had one conversation with her and I was like, oh my God, like we, I thought you told her, like we could have been girls for like ever yeah we grew up in the same time like we grew up in the same time like time period and you know we're like around the same age and so 
Um, but um, I did look up Howlite right now, and it's it's the um, opening up your angelic insights. So wonderful. Yeah, okay. so See, that, and the first thing I thought of was truth, but I couldn't yeah. know what exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that's funny because that stone that you suggested to me um, coincides with what my numeric reading with jasmine oh wonderful me. so yeah so there that's, you go. That's, that's just validation for you Marissa. exactly thank you so that, thank yeah. you heard me right yeah exactly. so that, and that is exactly what so yeah so i mean you guys really need to go get your reading from jasmine so you can find <laughs> out what you know your birth your, your, your birth numbers mean and then have a piece of jewelry made with lisa because that's like, yeah, yeah that's like oh my god uh, lisa, i saw yes. that you made pieces for um different celebrities have yes. you been like kind of like in the same aspect about like their aura and crystals and things like that like absolutely oh okay so in in a different way so for example I actually had the opportunity to make jewelry for Morsi which is like a Chicana's like dream at Mm -hmm. least in my opinion Mm -hmm. in my opinion and my girlfriend's husband is actually his uh base uh I think his bass player, bass drum drummer. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so he wanted a piece for Morsi for um, Christmas, and they were going to have New Year's New Year's Eve dinner with him. And I was like, oh, my God, she, you know, my girlfriend reached out, my girlfriend Nicole, and she was oh. like, um, Nicole Presley, who does uh, Presley's uh, pantry. She's an amazing cook, but Ooh. she's just, like, been a long-life friend. Oh, nice. And she was like, can you make the boss a piece? And I'm like, you mean as in the boss? Like, Morsi? Like, Ma is the boss? Yeah. I'm like, absolutely. So I was nervous because I was like, it's Morsi. He can buy and, you know, have everything that he probably, you know, his heart desires. Yeah. yeah. Yet um, my uh, my boyfriend at the time, he said, what are you worried about? He's like, just be you. Do you? Like, Right. Just because he can have everything doesn't mean it's going to come from you and the way that you do it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Okay. You're right. You're yeah. right. So I ended up making a rosary style piece. I did research Marcy. He's a Gemini. And oh. so as an air sign, um, I looked up what stones would be helpful to him. And it, it ended up being pyrite, which is a fool's gold and also moonstone. And um, I ended up writing him this big old letter describing why you know I chose Moonstone? Why I chose Pyrite? But it was really to bring out the attributes in him as a person, mm-hmm. and how politically truthful he is, and how just inspiring and just um, you know just whole his whole being. Yeah. And to you know to help him as a writer, and so right. these were stones that I intuitively just you know made and picked for him, and um, that's what I made him were these rosary style necklaces. And he sure enough wore it uh, for his New Year's Eve. Yeah, for his New Year's Eve, um, his New Year's Eve, um, whatchamacallit, he had that year. It's it's already been like a few years now, but his New Year's Eve performance. Performance. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. And so, you know, when he does that classic tearing his, you know, shirt off? Yeah. When he did, it it was my rosary necklace. Oh, my God. That is so cool. Yes. And I think it just has to go to say that you've had a business for over 20 years. You had you, yes. you had make your pieces. That yes. is dedication. That is real a real businesswoman, you know, cuz you've oh, kept you. going and I just have so much respect for you for for that and for for being able to, you know, keep your business. I mean, a lot of us just started businesses or, you know, there's a lot of new businesses that come have have been in the last, you know, few 5, you know, 6 years. 
but to say that you've had your own business for 20 years is amazing. That is amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. It's been difficult, but you know what I mean? It's always um, knowing that you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and having that hope that something else amazing could happen and Mm -hmm. having that perspective keeps me pushing forward. And we need to be reminded of that hope because I think you I think you hit the nail on the on the on the button when you said um, that we want to know the how like how am I going to get exactly. rich or how am I going to be successful or how am I going to you know be a you know a, a you know whatever you want to do in life and you don't really need to know how but you just need to believe it's going to happen you need to believe that your business right. is going to take off you need to, you believe... need to just believe in yourself yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. I, you know, I I used to have a store, it didn't work out. Then I did trade shows. And I think the trade shows was a big, a big learning lesson for me because I literally did trade shows for about 12, maybe 15 years, I want to say. And it's quite some time. But every year I realized, wow, it took three years till one big store came and said, oh my God, you're still here. Oh, I love your stuff. You know what? I'm finally going to order. Three years? Like I've been showing up every year and then i so imagine if i would have given up the first show yeah let alone the second show the third show i would have never known and and definitely the show where i finally landed you know um in style and when i landed fred siegel that was not until like you know another 10 years yeah you know what i'm saying so i didn't know what the future was gonna hold all i needed to continue to do was believing that i served a purpose and believing that there was, it needed to exist. And that was the other part where I started it besides working for uh, my ex boss Mm -hmm. was that I was in general market. And when we would do trade shows, what I mean by that is you weren't able to go into, you know, Nordstrom's and get, you know, a Frida t-shirt or let alone a Frida necklace, right? you know, or a chingona, you know, something, anything that had chingona on it. And at that time, general market wasn't catering to us. And now I've been knowing we are majority market. Latinas are the force behind this machine. We are part of a trillion dollar industry. So knowing that power and we're barely stepping into it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And at that yeah. time in the nineties, it was non-existent. And That's I so decided true. at that moment, I want to be that voice. I want to see us reflected in these cases, in these stores, in the market, like to be, to be seen. And I'm not going to wait for someone to validate my existence. I'm going to create my existence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm waiting for you. I ain't waiting for you to, you know, to tell me that I'm dope. I know I'm dope and I'm going to be, I'm going to be me. And it was because I believed in what I was creating and having fun with it. Those were the things that got put into magazines, like my Chola Boss collection. Yeah, that was got, we're got featured in Teen Vogue <gasps> and Cosmo, you know, Cosmo Latino because it was mm. fun. It was yeah. like, you know, um, it wasn't just your regular inside the box design. I can make pearls till I'm blue in the face, but yeah, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. want to make some cool-ass hoops. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so we, wanted, we wanted to ask you a little bit more about that, you know? Yeah, Tell us more about, like, your collections, um, you know, because you also make bridal pieces. And, yes. you know, you mentioned a little bit about the Dia de los Muertos and the Yerchola boss line. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. I have um, 
I'll talk about uh, the Doodles Matos really quickly. Yeah. So because I worked at Sapo Graphics, this is in the late 90s, I was uh-huh. submerged right into the community doing events, workshops, um, you name it, you know, mass workshops, uh-huh. papel picado, what, what have you. And I couldn't uh-huh. find a sugar skull that remotely looked Mexican. Everything looked very Halloween and scary to me. Mm. And I wanted to create something that looked culturally inspired so i use my metal smithing background and my community events organizing skills and i put the two together and i came up with my vida and muerte earrings but there's a bigger backstory behind that my family is from san antonio texas so i won yes Yes, girl yes going back three four (laughs) generations and I actually own property in Texas, so it's it's like part of my heart, you know. Um, so with that being said, I actually became acquainted with Sandra Cisneros, who is like one of my all-time favorite Chicana writers. Love her. And Sandra, Sandra reached out to me after we became acquainted because I acted like a big fangirl chasing her, <laughs> trying to give her a piece of jewelry. And we became acquainted. And she wanted those earrings for her specifically and for her friend, Elena Pianokowski, who wrote no 68 and these prominent writers um anyway she wanted them as a gift mm-hmm. and at the time i had made my vida earrings say vida vida meaning both skulls read vida and i made another pair that said muerte muerte and she was like i want mine to be special and i want mine to say vida y muerte so one earring has a vida and then the other earring has a muerte and i'm like Duh, that, of course, that makes perfect yeah, sense. That does sense. make perfect sense. Right? Life and death. Hello, yeah. the cycle. So that's kind of a part of my purpose of being able to not only create a piece of jewelry, but have a piece of jewelry that tells story and keeps our oral traditions alive and our culture and our history. So when someone sees that, they're going to stop and ask you, what is that about? You know what I mean? Okay. So it creates still oral tradition and and um and keeps our people's you know stories alive yes Yes. oh my gosh that is so beautiful because like you said you you know you connected with her and you know she's you know obviously huge everywhere but she does live in austin and um it's so funny because uh uh she's also i think she left yeah Yeah, i think she left antonio and then she went to mexico so i don't know if she's back yet but either way yeah, I know that okay. when I know when we interviewed Nelly Galan um a long time ago. Oh, I she, love Nelly yeah, Galan. Nelly mentioned um, Powerhouse. Yes, she's amazing. She mentioned um Sandra and and her and you know that's one of her good friends and that, and how she's yes. here in Texas. So yeah, but I mean it's just amazing how you have um you know connected with with so many people. And oh that, my God, even doing. Nelly, even Nelly, yeah. I I met her at the We All Grow um oh, yes. summit. Yeah, and she ordered a ching a chingona heart necklace, and it was for Sandra. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I know Sandra well," and I was like, "That's of course, right?" Chingonas recognize chingona. Yes, I love that. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. So Lisa, is this your full is this your full time gig that you're doing? Like it is. So that you've been. So how long have you been able to where you were able to like leave like uh, nine to five? and do this uh, your passion as your actual as your actual job i want to stay since 2000 because in the early late 90s i worked at um like i said uh, i used to work for ann taylor Mm -hmm. and then from there i had a workers comp case so i ended up asking for a business plan and i won my case so i was able to start my own business but i still worked for self-graphics and then i worked as um 
at the school. I worked at Pasadena City College as um, a student body government secretary because my first job ever was working for an attorney. So I became a paralegal technically at 15 without really the background. Wow. Um, yeah. So all of my all of that being said led me to eventually working for a small business. And it was after that working for that company that I just started on my own. Yeah. And took it from there. So since really 1999, 2000. That's And amazing. it's just been nonstop. That's amazing. Wow. And we and we can definitely see why. It you is. guys have to go over to her website and definitely check out all of her collections. If you're interested in a custom uh-huh. piece, please reach out to Lisa. She is um, oh, thank you. so open to talking with you guys and to connecting and helping you create the perfect piece that you definitely want. I am definitely going to be showing um, you know, I wear mine all the time now. I'm just so excited for it, and I absolutely love it. But you're in the L.A. area. You do jewelry yes, parties. You can do jewelry parties. You do vision board parties. Um, you love connecting yes. with everybody. I, I see you with Liza all the time, who is, I love her. Classy, yes. Classy Chingona, shout out to Liza. Yes, um, Classy Chingona, too. Excellent. So, Liza, please Chingona. follow Liza. Yes, she, she's I call amazing. Liza my fireball. She, I'm an Aquarius, but she's an Aries. Ah. And so I'm like the heir to her fire, right? Yep. But she is a ph- phenomenal force amazing. in terms of a person big-hearted, loving, uh, so super dope, and connected, intelligent as fuck. Yes. And I say it in that way, excuse my language, but she's just so, she's just such an amazing person, and she I've is. been so grateful to um, know her and have her as, as a friend. I met yeah, her I met her one time, <laughs> and ever since then, I have been connected with her, but we were both interviewed, and um, both in, invited to the same Latina Magazine event in Austin. By, oh, South wonderful. By, yeah, at South by Southwest a few years ago. And we, you know, we, it was like a, just a small group of, of Latina bloggers and influencers and we all connected and she was like, here's my number and make sure you stay in contact. And yes. she has been supportive and sweet how- and I just love her Classy Chingonas group. And if you guys want to follow, yeah, follow them, follow Liza and then follow Classy Chingonas because yes, it's, it's a great I need to start following them. I don't yes, have, you do I don't need have. to start following she, them. The thing about Liza is she just, she does, she does what she says she's done. She's about action. When yes. I first met her, it was our, my first Latina blogger conference actually like eight years ago or something. And I remember just seeing her get on her phone and start videoing. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like I get, I get so shy, right? And what I'm realizing as a business owner, it's just about doing, yes. you know what I mean? We think too much. We we think too much on it and then it yeah. don't get done. And it's really about being brave and just knowing it's okay. Like, yeah. it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? You just got to keep, keep going and try it and do it again. And if it didn't work that time, another time, you know? Another time. Right. So she really yeah. spearheaded that in me and or inspired me in that way. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're doing it. She's like, you could do it too. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. So do you know what, Marissa? Um, Lisa and I were at the same event. Yes, last we week. were. Oh, yes. We were and... for the Hustlers movie. I saw that. Yes. And it's so funny because after, uh, obviously, I didn't go through my stories because everything happened so fast and it's a movie. It did. So you can't really interact, right? Right. But after I saw the, uh, I started going over my stories and I was like, I reached out to her and I was like, oh my God, you were there. Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. Crazy. We yes, were so we close, but not no. Yeah, well, I'm I sure saw you guys that are gonna, after the fact. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to run into each other again soon. So make sure you guys stay connected. Yes. And, and for, but Lisa, for sure. Lisa, do Definitely. you have any um um do you have any events coming up that any if anybody's in the LA area that can attend? Do you know when your next vision board party is going to be or anything like that? Do you have any plans? 
You know what? I've actually been working a lot on behind the scenes of putting my jewelry actually in movies and um, working Ooh. on, yeah, working on getting a, a new showroom rep. Um, so I've been more on behind the scenes. And to be quite honest, I'm, because I am so intuitive, yes. and since my dad passed away last year, I oh, really took sorry. a, yes, thank you. I took a step back from doing so many events yeah. and being okay. everywhere that I turn my focus on one onto myself and two, um, you know, my mom, um, specifically. Yeah. Um, so right. with that being said, it's been more or feel more pop-ups, uh-huh. but this year's honestly, it's been so different. I'm normally at De Los Montos at Hollywood forever. This is their 20th year celebration. My, um, my comadre is actually like one of the main persons that, you know, coordinates everything. So to be honest, I want to say I'm not sure yet because yeah. it, my my life is just changing so much in a different yeah. way, and I'm growing in a different way business wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as soon as I know, I will definitely make sure everything's on the website so that everybody can find it easily. And you yeah. know, if you're don't feel don't be shy to not reach out. Definitely message me and let me know. You know, if you yes. guys um, if there's something more you want to do, see you know. Yeah, my workshops have been um, happening at uh, the West Covina Mall, but I feel like it's been really far and not close, you know, to L.A. Well, LA so I want it exactly yeah. more central. So I want to make them more accessible. And you can always have your own private one. I just recently had a private one at my girlfriend's house. And to be honest, I felt it was um, it was more manageable and it was a kind of a better way for people to be more vulnerable and really yeah, get very to, yeah. yes, more personal and get to, uh, what they were trying to, trying to create for themselves. So I'm definitely open more to that as well. If you want to tap your own that. private okay. Oh, yeah. That's and then can you tell us like, um, your Instagram or what social media yes. platforms where we can find you and your, um, your business? Yeah, definitely. So all my handles are elements. So it's, um, it's all elements. And then my website is, um, elements.net. Perfect. Okay. So, oh so I am on Instagram, Facebook, um, I want to say Twitter, yeah. LinkedIn, pretty much all of them. I mean, I would say, obviously, just like I think everybody's focus has been more on IG. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to try and do more um, IGTVs because I really feel like I need to do more of that. Just to be more visible if I'm not going to be physically somewhere. Right. For people to right. be able to see me and engage. Exactly. Yeah. So important. Oh so my important. gosh, how fun. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us, you guys. Definitely, you, definitely reach out to Lisa. You definitely want to get a custom piece made. I know you're busy, Lisa, but I know people are going to start to reach out to you and probably be oh, inquiring. Thank you. But it's so worth it. Like I said, I absolutely love my piece and um, it was it was just so perfect. So thank you so much for joining us. And we so no, thank you. Great. I'm so appreciative for you, ladies. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, I, I wish you the best and all the success. Oh, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to Girl Talking Mas. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. So you guys can find us anywhere. Thanks for listening. Thank you.